Oh my goodness. Uh, welcome to the OOP, everybody. I know uh I know those were strange sounds in the beginning, but you know what I'm saying? That's just what I do now. That's what this podcast is about. I don't know if you know that, but 2021, 2022, all about strange noises at the beginning of podcast. You know, Guap said that. You know what I'm saying? I started this shit. I did this first, you know? What a weekend it was. Hope everybody enjoyed uh, Father's Day and Juneteenth. Today is summer solstice, right? The twenty, the twenty-first of June is the summer solstice, or the twenty-second. I don't know. That's like a fifth-grade science question, you know. That's more of an EOC uh, factoid, right there. You know, I'm gonna keep it hot. It was, it was quite the weekend. It, I had a had a pretty solid weekend. Got did a nice show out in Wake Forest, North Carolina. Great, great fucking show. Shouts out to Between Two Clouds. Shouts out to Dusty Cagle. Shouts out to Mark Brady. Shouts out to Ben Jones. I was uh, had a great evening. And I don't know if you guys know anything about Wake Forest. Uh, it's, in a, it's a very small town. To be honest, I don't know if anybody actually lives in Wake Forest. I think Wake Forest is just property. Like it's all just businesses. <laughs> like locally owned businesses is the whole town. They're downtown. Like the, the show uh, took place like uh, in a downtown venue in Wake Forest. If you can, if that's what you want to call it, you know what I'm saying? A downtown, but they have no traffic lights in their downtown. It's just straight up. We're trusting that either ain't a lot of people coming through here or y'all know what to do. Uh, when other cars are at the intersection and I'm gonna keep it hot. I seen firsthand that they don't, they do not know what to do when other cars approach the intersection. I don't, I don't know what was going on, but it was some weird stuff. Just no lights. I mean, wait for us. Come on. You got to add a light. I know y'all got the money. It seemed like y'all, it seemed like a, a very wealthy community, you know? I brought my girl with me to that show and uh, we were like taking like country back roads to get out there, which really, to be honest, yo, if you're ever trying to get somewhere relatively quickly with little to no traffic, take a take a country back road, especially if you're traveling during the day. I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest doing that shit at night, though. Like if you're trying to hit a country road at night, a not a lot of lights, B, uh, if you're any darker than white is just extremely dangerous. Uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, animals are actually more racist at nighttime. I don't know if you know that. The wilderness. Man, we were, we were driving through these uh, country roads and we saw, you know, not even surprisingly, you know, not surprisingly at all. Just saw a nice Confederate flag just waving proudly in the wind. You know, I get it. It is a part of history, you know. <laughs> it is a part of history. I don't know if it's a, if it's a posted in your, in your house part of history, but, you know, it is. 
It happened. That was a thing. Didn't last long. I'll tell you that much. They did not have longevity. But for whatever reason, people are still just like, you know what? This thing that doesn't exist no more and was technically treason. Uh, we're just going to continue to wave this proudly because we hate colored people. That's pretty much what it was. It was a fun show, though. Uh, I did notice it was like some weird shit going on, you know. Like, uh, you know, I'm a, I like to play devil's advocate, you know. There were a few references to uh, subtle racism in the Ku Klux Klan throughout the show, not just me. And I'm going to tell you what, Wake Forest, they stand strong uh, in favor of their KKK. I'll tell you that much. They weren't taking no Ku Klux slander, you know. They were pro-LGBTQ, though. You know, I will give them that. They were very pro-LGBTQ. And, you know, that's that's progress. I, I didn't know you could be pro-KKK and pro LGBTQ, but I guess they love acronyms. I don't know if you know this about racist people. They love acronyms because it makes things simpler. You know, you don't really got to explain it. If you know the acronym, you're like, I kind of know what that's. But also, I, I respect that they're, they're sticking true to it. They're like, we don't give a fuck about the other shit, bro. Is you white? You know what we bout out here? We bout what? We were the only, uh, me and my girlfriend were the only black people in the whole building, though. Not that that's an issue, but it wasn't comforting. It was a good show, though. Still, still a good show. Still a good show. Don't get me wrong. Great show. But it just was weird. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? What else has been going on? Oh, Juneteenth. What uh I mean, I just uh I just continued to be black for Juneteenth. I don't know about I don't know what you guys did. I just continued to be black. Uh to be honest, I don't uh I'm not quite sure why they made it a federal holiday, you know. Like that's, I mean, I think it's weird how every other group of peoples is getting like anti-hate legislature and they just keep giving black people holidays. You know what I mean? I'm like, nigga, we don't want a day off. We want change. I mean, we'll take a day off. If change comes with a day off, God damn it, we'll take it. But I don't know. I mean, it's nice. Black people was going to take Juneteenth off. No way. You know? You didn't have to make it a federal holiday. We were not going to show. I think that's the one day. I feel like Juneteenth should be the one day all black people are inside in air conditioning and white people take all like the outdoor uh, like manual labor jobs. You know. <laughs> or just only white people work that day. How about that? Cookout would be slow as fuck. Cookout would be backed up. Every steak and shake. I don't know. I just, I mean, I just, I really just don't understand what the purpose of the holiday. Now everybody gets a day off on Juneteenth. Come on now. Oh man. 
But yeah, I mean, Juneteenth was fun, though. I don't even remember what I did. I mean, I, I didn't, you know, didn't do nothing crazy. What was Saturday? To be honest, I have just been trying to figure out how I'm not going to spend too much money. That's just really, that's just really all it is. It's summertime. You know, there's a lot of movement going on. I don't know what it is about the summer, but it just makes people want things. You know, people want to get married. People want to move. People want to do, just go out and just do stuff. And I'm feeling like the, the urges to be not necessarily adventurous, but, you know, be a relatively outgoing person. You know what I'm saying? It's warm outside. I'm cooped up in the house. Look at all this nice ass sunlight. You know, like I should want to go out, but, you know, it's just every time I leave my house, you know, they're like, swipe for this, you know, search a chip here. Could you sign for that? Leave a tip. I'm like, God damn. The only thing you can do for free is exercise. When did that happen? And even then, if you want to exercise inside, you got to pay for it. Unless you just unless you just already have, you know, plenty of indoor space and assuming assuming you live on like the first floor of anything. I live on the second floor uh, of my apartment. So, I mean, working out up here, I probably could. But I, I know I couldn't do a do what I want to because, uh, you know, I don't know, I'm trying to I'm, I want to be more about what's it called? Uh, calisthenics or whatever, like just trying to stick with like being able to utilize and like not is it utilize really just body weight shit you know what i mean i want to be able to increase my body control core strength shit like that you know just be a little more i mean i'm not uncoordinated but i guess i could still be more coordinated if that makes sense be more in tune with my body I need to start stretching, you know, meditating. I've just been I've just been slacking on health. This is probably what most of this podcast is going to be about is me talking about how I am not taking care of myself. I'm just not doing it. Like I tried to like you ever you ever like try to like stretch one body part and then a completely different body part cracks, you know? Like I was like, like my like upper back was like tight. And I was like, man, I'm gonna try to stretch my upper back. And then when I stretched my back, my knee popped. I was like, how did that happen? I need to do better. I need to do better. Like, you know, you need to start stretching when other black people look at you when you stand up in public. I get up, just pop, 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 pop. Everybody's just like, God damn, go up. Do some yoga. Drink some water, boy. Put some oil on your joints. I just need to do better. Like, I did some stretches this morning. And I'm going to be honest. I have lost so much, like, range of motion. So much range of motion. Just in, like, the last year. In the last year. Lost almost all my range of motion. I used to... I used to be able to almost put my nose on my knee when I like, you know, stretching my hamstrings and shit. Now, now, man, 
I'm like just curling like my shoulders up and sticking my arms out. Like that's how I stretch now. It's just it's mostly curling my back and shoulders and sticking my arms out because that's about all I can do. You know, I can I can bend at the hips or the waist or whatever, you know, but other than that, I mean, we ain't going too much further. I feel like that's just like, like black dudes, bro, black dudes, we all got to start stretching. We should start doing like yoga circles and parks, you know, I don't know how many, uh, black male yoga instructors there are. Hey, if you're listening, reach out to me. If you're a black male yoga instructor and you're like, you know what? We need to do this for the whole bro community. You know what I mean? All the bros out here, all the, all the Kings. Because we, we just got to start doing it, bro. I remember one time uh, a few years ago, I tried to watch my dad. Like, my dad was, I guess, like, his something, like, his back or his, his hamstrings were tight or whatever. I saw that nigga try to stretch for the first time. This nigga's chest was parallel to the ground, bro. I said, damn, 90 degrees at the hips, that's where you stop it. Oh. Whew. You know, I just don't want to, I don't want to not, what am I trying to say? I want to always be able to touch my toes. You know, I want to always be able to do that. I want to see, I want to be able to see my toes. And I want to be able to touch them. Is that too much to ask? No. And to be honest, stretching just like a few minutes in the morning is fine. You know, I don't got to fucking, you know, Twist myself into a pretzel. I gotta be a contortionist, bro. Just a simple, like a simple PE stretch, you know. Where you gotta get in your little squad lines, and everybody's just, you know, hey, touch your toes, got down, cross your feet, do the what you call it, where where you squat and you you push you like push your knees apart with your elbows to stretch that groin area, you know. Do some quad stretches. Get your calves right. Stretch your obliques. Shoulders, bro. It makes a difference. I immediately felt a little bit more energized after stretching. Helps with blood flow. You know? When you got good blood flow, hey, bro, you're, you're probably a little sharper. You're going to be a little more productive. I feel more productive. Ooh. I love rambling to y'all. You know, I love y'all. People who be listening to this are all lemma. All lemma. I'm going to drop an album just for y'all. We going on tour, baby. All of us. Just all 12 of us. We're all going to just get in a bus and we're going to go city to city. And you're going to watch me do my act over and over and over again. Until this shit is tight. Then we're going to shoot a special. You're all executive producers now. Just kidding. Uh, I've been trying to, uh, like, not eat out so much, you know. I've, this is quickly turning into, like, a self-improvement health podcast. And that, that is 
that's okay with me because we all need to do better. Yeah, I've been trying not to eat out as much. Or at least not eat like... I mean, for from a financial aspect, yes, I'm trying not to eat out as much. But, you know, or at least like if I'm going to eat out, like not getting like fast food, just getting something from like a real restaurant where I'm like, oh, no, they cooked this, you know, because I ordered it. And not like they just they had these already made on like a heated like under like a like, you know, those heat lamps, you know what I mean? On a conveyor belt. You know, I'm trying to get that that real food. You know, that's why easy tip to do that is just go ethnic. You want you want fresh food made with real fresh ingredients, bro. You just got to go ethnic. You know what I mean? Asian food, Mexican food or Hispanic food, whatever, you know. Caribbean food, specifically Jamaican, bro, because I love oxtails, even though I'm pretty sure they all do that. But, you know, I just, I don't know. Fast food has been just not hitting the same lately. Also, these prices keep going up. Why is cookout $6? This is a very, like, Southeast reference, but the cookout trays used to be $5, you know? Everybody was happy. $4.99, you know, is what they posted. Then all of a sudden, $5.25. And I was like, you know what? Okay, I get it. Y'all adding a lot of new stuff, you know what I'm saying? Then all of a sudden, the price jumps again, $5.69. I said, okay, this is kind of getting out of control, bro. Y'all keep raising these prices, bro. But I kept coming. I kept coming. You know, they, they added in the, the junior tray. You know, now the junior, the junior tray was four something. Now the junior tray is $5 when the regular tray used to be $5. And now a real tray, like a regular ass cookout tray is $6. You think I'm going to pay $6 for some bitch to get my order wrong? I waited 35 minutes. A bitch got my order wrong for $6. I could have went to Wendy's for that. Got me a biggie bag. You know? Yeah, I'm just trying. I'll tell you one fast food place I don't trust, though, is Burger King. I don't trust no fucking restaurant whose food just keeps getting cheaper. I was like, how's y'all shit always on sale? How's y'all shit always on? Are y'all like buying? Are y'all really buying shit in bulk like that? You know? I've, I've just never seen. I've never seen a restaurant or a fast food place who just continuously drops their prices. Like, what are y'all doing? Are y'all getting like worse ingredients? Are y'all trying to attract more poor people? You know what I'm saying? Y'all putting something in the food? They're putting lead in the food. Burger King is putting lead in the food. That's right. That's Uop Nation, bro. That's our conspiracy. Burger King is putting lead in the food. Hashtag it. It just doesn't make sense. Why is it? Why is it getting cheaper? Why is it getting cheaper? Nothing else, literally on Earth, is getting cheaper. You know, except maybe the prices of souls now. You know. Souls are, bro, they're, bro, yo, people are bogoing they souls, boy. It was like, me and my friend, bro, what's up? 
I'll do it on Instagram. What are we doing? You know, I just don't, I just don't like it. I don't like that it keeps getting cheaper to eat at Burger King. Now they, now they got a chicken sandwich and I hate how they're trying to make it seem like the chicken sandwich is new. The chicken sandwich was probably the first sandwich. Like the first like meat and bread sandwich, it was probably a chicken sandwich. It's a classic. It's like a human classic. Everybody makes a chicken sandwich a little bit different. It's not new. Now Zaxby's is advertising that they're doing a chicken sandwich. I was like, y'all bitches been doing chicken sandwiches. Y'all are a chicken sandwich restaurant. Y'all been doing chicken sandwiches. Chick-fil-A only do chicken sandwiches. You know? They was like, what you want? Sandwich or nuggets, nigga? And we got these little fries like waffles. I don't understand the novelty of the chicken sandwich all of a sudden. Like I saw, like fucking McDonald's had a commercial talking about a new chicken sandwich. I was like, that's the same chicken sandwich y'all was fucking selling five, six, like the, the, like the Southern buttermilk crispy chicken, whatever, you know, I mean, it smacked, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't eat it no more, but you know, it was smack when I ate it. But like they they had a commercial for whatever chicken sandwich they advertise it now, and their whole angle at trying to get people to buy their chicken sandwich is just like, hey, bro, we made the McRib. Y'all remember the McRib? That was a sandwich we made. That shit, you know what I'm saying? So you don't think that we can do a chicken sandwich? Is that what we doing now? Promoting seasonal products and be like, yo, this is why you should come here all the time because we're not gonna have it forever. Hmm. I don't know. People just, or am I just over? Do I just overreact to everything? You can be honest with me. Am I? Do I overreact uh, to too much? Am I upsetting you? Oh my goodness! I don't know if you guys watch basketball, but this weekend was a great weekend. For the NBA, I'll tell you that much. Two game sevens. Two game sevens. The Brooklyn Nets, Milwaukee Bucks, Atlanta Hawks, Philadelphia 76ers. Two game sevens. Who else had a game seven recently? Wait, did the Utah Jazz and the LA Clippers also had a game seven? That might have been like earlier last week, but I ain't talk about it then. That's what's up. To be honest, I don't. I can't remember what it was. I know they. I know like players and shit get bonuses for Game Seven, but I can't remember like the. I don't. Know, I think like the the bonus for like winning a Game Seven is ridiculous. You know. Like I can see why some people would be like, "Yeah, we gonna fucking do this goddamn Game Seven, boy. Get paid. Get." Paid uh, to play a game, no. It was fucking dope, though. Uh, yo, shouts out to Kevin Durant, though. Like that man really put Brooklyn on his back, and ain't have no help. Ain't have no help. Kyrie was on the bench. James Harden, you know, was just. I, I guess you know. I guess you know. He's still. 
like tender, you know, that that uh, that hamstring is still tender. Couldn't be as explosive as he wanted to. Joe Harris, I don't know what happened with that man's. Joe Harris, listen, Joseph, Joseph Harris, you got, you got to show up in game seven. That's all I'm saying. You can have a bad night. That's cool. That's cool. Have a bad night, big dog. But you can, bro. You, I mean, come on now. You gotta hit two, three threes, bro. That's your, that's your thing. You can't lead the league in three point percentage all season, and go off all like postseason pretty much, and then get to Game Seven in the conference semifinals and just choke like that, bro. You know, it's just, it's just unacceptable. It's unacceptable. I who've never played professional basketball a day in my life I would never choke in that situation never you know you know how I know that would happen because I played pickup basketball at the Y sir against white boys just like you and you know what I do when it's 14 14 and we go into 16 and you got to win by two I'm checking it up at half court home I'm saucing them up. I'm dancing behind the line. Now let that bitch go. No, I'm pretty sure. Uh, pretty sure it was a tough situation, though. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I just. I. I. Part of me feels like Milwaukee didn't necessarily. Maybe not Milwaukee, but maybe like Giannis. I don't think he necessarily deserved to make it out of this. To make it out of this, you know what I mean? A, if we're being honest, he was uh, repeatedly going past ten, the the ten second rule at the free throw line. Refs were not calling it. That's also on Steve Nash too for not saying something to the refs. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like as a head coach, if you're seeing that they're consistently missing the same call all game and you don't say nothing, come on now. Like I was counting. I counted. I used the time, like the stopwatch on my phone, 11, 12 seconds, damn near every time. You know? Also, I don't understand how you can be a professional basketball player and airball free throws. It's the, it's the most basic fundamental shot. Right? No one's guarding you. You by yourself. You're not too far from the basket. It ain't like a three-pointer. You know what I mean? This ain't 21. You know? No one's telling you to, to shoot it out from half court at the game where your team goes back to 15 or whatever. Bro, just fucking goddamn, boy. Shoot the ball. Put the ball in the hole. I don't know, bro. Also, I'm like, why don't you just, why don't you just toss it into the basket like cornhole, you know? You're obviously good at a scoop shot. Is there a rule against doing that? Because I I swear I've seen people do do the granny shot. I've seen people do all types of shit. You know, if you can like cornhole toss that thing into the bucket, bro, you're fine. That's a finger roll. That's a layup. And you got the long ass fucking arms. I just don't get it, bro. But you know. I don't know. KD, people are going to talk shit about KD 
because he missed, because he airballed that last shot. I'm going to keep it hot. If I played 51 minutes in an NBA game, uh, my chest would be burning. My chest would be, I played like two minutes, like a light jog, you know what I'm saying, at a not fast pace. Like on on a blacktop, you know what I'm saying, just playing pickup, and I couldn't do it. Like, that's half court. That's not even full court. That's not me running up and down from foul line to foul line. This is just me like shuffling 15, 20 feet from where I'm at, you know, to either not get open because I'm not fast or uh, to compensate for the fact that uh, this nigga just broke my ankles and went right past me. You know, uh, to be honest, actually, I don't feel like I get my ankles broken a lot. I am just too slow. You know what I mean? Like I got like cement legs and feet. I'm slow. What's up? What's up? Come for me, bro. You ain't think a fat dude was going to be slow on the court. Why you think I try to stay in the paint? I played with this, uh, me and me and my boy Dehaj, you know what I'm saying? Great comedian. We, uh, played a pickup game at a, at a park. Maybe like a, a few weeks ago, a month ago, something like that, and uh, like this older, this older dude. And I mean, you can tell. First off, when old heads come out, when old heads come out to the blacktop, I'm gonna keep it hot. You will no longer have fun. Old heads are not fun to play with at all. Them niggas want to run plays. You know what I mean? They want to take it back to their high school days. And even like the ones like even one of the one of the dudes, I was like, oh, you probably you know, played semi-pro ball or something like that, you know, in, in your young adulthood, post-high school, you know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe played, you know, JUCO or something like that. But also, I'm like, bro, we just met five minutes ago. I don't know no plays that you know. You know what I'm saying? We have no chemistry. You're a stranger. You're a stranger to me. We didn't practice nothing. We didn't link up. We didn't text each other before and come up with a game plan. We were randomly grouped together by purely chance you know what i'm saying like we shot for teams i didn't know you was going to be on my team so how am i supposed to know that you, you're going to do this that and th- i don't know what you do bro i just met you i just met you I'm trying to run fucking plays I'm like so you know this is the black top i know you see my titties you know i know you see my titties i know you see me breathing hard as fuck every time i pass the ball Yo, one time, I swear, like, uh, we were just playing two-on-twos before, like, people really started to come out. We were just playing two-on-two, and uh, I drove to the basket, yo, and I, listen, I drove to the basket, and that's maybe only, like, a good, like, 18 feet, you know, little dash, you know. I mean, someone was guarding me, you know what I'm saying, so it was a little bit of body contact, you know what I mean? But, oh, my goodness, by the time I got to the basket... To put up a shot, my chest was burning. My chest was burning, bro. Anytime the ball went out of bounds, because we're at a park, there's no fence, you know, so it was either just rolling to the parking lot or rolling into the vastness of the grass field behind us. And uh, your boy was not running after shit. If I was the closest to the ball when it was going out, I am walking. We all taking a break. This is This is a timeout right now. Everybody get a breather, get some Gatorade, you know. It was just a lot. It was just a lot. And also, we was outside in the damn sun, bro. It was hot as hell. 
It was like 90 something degrees outside. I said, bro, we stupid. We stupid. We stupid. Why do we do this? Why do we do this? Bruh. Like, like, it, like, it wasn't until now I really realized how wildin' we was as kids. Like, when we was kids, we didn't give a shit about how hot it was outside. We just wanted to be outside. We wanted to go out there and play. Let it be more than 80 degrees with no clouds. Because, I mean, 85 with the overcast, that's nice, bro. You might get a little breeze, you know. But, I mean, anything above 80, clear sky, straight sun, bruh. You crazy. You crazy think I'm going to be running out here. Full speed? You want to play how many games? What we going to? We need to go to seven. Five. That's why. I, that is, well, I like playing with uh, Trundy, another great friend, and James Hodge, another great friend. Comedians. Terrific. Uh, is that, you know, they're older. They know themselves. And, uh, you know, they're just like, we're just going to play. A few strong games to five. You know what I mean? All ones go to five. And I respect that. Because you know what? That's an intense game. To be honest, I do enjoy, like, uh, especially like a one-on-one game. I'm like, yo, if we can do straight ones to seven. That's a, that's, that's a, those are good games. Seven or 11. Like, trying to do one-on-one going to 16, you know, that's kind of... Like, you, you have to do ones and twos at that point. But straight ones, bro, like, it's just like, bro, you either getting buckets or you not getting buckets today. I like that. I like that type of uh, playground basketball. But, mm, trying, to, trying to actually get people to, like, run plays and play positions, I'm like, nah, nigga, this is, this is, this is street ball. This is. We, we're strangers. I just don't understand it, bro. I just don't understand it. Why do, like, older black men who play pickup basketball got to feel like they got to be everybody's daddy and coach on the court? You know what I mean? Don't call me son. I don't know you, nigga. What's your name? I'm going to call you by your first name. I might call you mister. Hey, bro. You know what I mean? Or I hate it when like they'll like they'll stop the game just to give you like technical advice. You know what I mean? Well, you know what I'm saying. You know when you hear, you know what I'm saying. You gotta do this. I'm like, bro, I am out of shape, bro. You know what I'm saying. Ain't nobody played basketball in a year here. You know, I'll 2K. You know what I'm saying. If you want to run some 2K, bro, yeah, we can run some plays on 2K. That's a little bit easier. But come on now, you want me to use my actual body? You know what I'm saying? With the current respiratory system and cardiovascular health that I have, you want me to just to do all that and be this big? Hell no, nah, boy. And it's hot as outside, bro. It's hot outside, bro. Yeah. Uh, shit. Have I complained enough? Have I talked enough? Are y'all even still listening? Do y'all even give a fuck about what I'm saying? 
Yo, shout out to Trey Young though. You know what I mean? That was a that was a great series. Atlanta and uh, Philadelphia. He is sweeping through the North. Ice Trey Young, baby. Even though he didn't shoot too hot last night. Shouts out to Kevin Herter, saving the Hawks in the game seven. You know, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons failed to show up once again for the seventh time in the series. He has failed to show up specifically in the fourth quarter. That's okay. Because I ain't want y'all niggas to win nothing know it. You know what I mean? No offense. I hope everything else in your life is going great and well. But as far as you going to the finals, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a fan. Not a fan of the Sixers going to the finals. Not a fan of the Sixers. You know what I mean? Also, I just don't understand how you can be. Because Ben Simmons, I'm like, it's it's, kind of like the only thing you don't do is shoot. He could play good defense, great playmaking skills. You know, he's very active in the paint, very aggressive. But terrific in transition. And I'm like, it's literally the one part of your game that lacks. It's the difference between you being, you know, a good player or an above average player and potentially being one of the greats, you know, at least of your generation. You shoot the fucking ball. It's, it's the most fundamental basic thing about basketball is the jump shot. You know what I mean? You dribble the ball. He has decent handles or you know, he has pretty solid handles. You know what I mean? Great playmaking. All you got to do is just hit him with, bro, you can either catch and shoot or just be like, oh, I know how to hit him with that bounce, bounce, pull up. You know what I mean? Get into the paint or into the, you know, not even, you don't even got to get into the paint, you know, just hit that little mid-range, you know what I mean? You don't got to, you don't got to be fucking disgusting. You don't got to be fucking Tobias Harris, you know what I mean? You don't got to be Chris Middleton. You don't got to be, uh, who else has a nice-ass mid-range? Kevin Durant, you don't even got to be that. You can pick two or three spots in the mid-range and just be like, you know what? I'm going to hit these five, you know what I'm saying, five, six times, you know? I know I'm going to hit. Out of six, out of six shots in those spots, you're going to hit it two to three of them, hopefully. You know, on a good night, you might hit four. And then you're still driving to the basket, making good dishes. I don't know, bro. Like I said, I've never played professional basketball a day in my life, especially not at the highest level in the NBA. You know, probably couldn't even cut it in China. Actually, I, mm, I don't know. I feel like I could play basketball in China. I've seen some Chinese games, and, uh, you know, I'm going to keep it hot. They're not that good, you know, in that league. Not saying there are no good Chinese players, but I'm saying I could play in their league, you know. It's not a top-tier league. I don't think I'd survive in Europe, though. Europe Europe has great basketball leagues, actually. Europe is a, has, a pretty good, has a pretty good basketball culture about them. Asia's coming along, though. I mean, they're slowly developing, you know, a solid basketball culture. You know, people at the Houston Rockets be running their mouth, you know what I'm saying, getting the NBA kind of soft banned in China, you know, for really just getting involved in Chinese politics, which, if I'm being honest, I feel like most Americans know nothing about, you know. I'm barely uh, aware of U.S. politics, so, I really can't chime in. Really can't. 
but I do feel like, you know what I'm saying, I can I can do some relatively significant damage in the Chinese Basketball uh, Association. Is that what it stands for? Is that is it is it the CBA or the CBL? Either way, I'll pay I'll play for the Shanghai Ducks or whatever they're called. You know? Or uh uh some other Chinese team I saw in the uh in the prelude of a 2K my career mode. I will give 2K that. Some of their like before you get to the league stories are pretty solid. Like when uh I think it was like 2019 when you had to play overseas in China. And I'm gonna keep it hot. That was a solid that was solid. I really like that storyline. You really you really had to work your way into the league because you didn't just go from um going from college to the league. It was like, nah, you went from college uh, to trying to apply for the draft. Uh, not apply for the draft. What do you call it? Uh, declare eligibility for the draft or whatever. To not get drafted. You show up on draft night and then you don't get drafted. You sit through two rounds of names. 60 names are called and you are not one of those 60 names. And you're just sitting there uh, sobbing because you have now uh, made yourself no longer eligible to play college basketball and you were not, I guess, either good enough or significant enough uh, for any NBA team to pick you up in that moment. You, you have to live through that heartbreak before you get to the league and they send your ass off to China while your best friend go off to the league and play for, I think, the Lakers. It was just something, bro. It was something. You go out there, play a season in China, you know, learn about yourself, you know, and be like, oh, you know, actually, I was actually thinking about this whole basketball thing all wrong. It's about the love of the game. You know? And then even from there, from China, you don't even go to the league. You go to the G League from China, and they really had you out here. I played for the... uh, God, what was it? The Ants. The the Indiana Pacers. Or was it the Pacers? Yeah, the Pacers uh, G League team. I believe they're called the Ants. You know? Like, they, they did real character building. You had to build, like, mental toughness, emotional resilience before you even made it to the NBA. And you know what I did? When I made it to the league in 2K19, I won three straight championships. Rookie, sophomore, and third year in the league. Three straight. Got a tree peat, boy. You know? So, yes, I think I could dominate in the Chinese Basketball Association. Hell yeah. All right, well... I feel like I have occupied your ears long enough. That's if you even gave a fuck to finish this episode. And if you did, you're going to keep it hot. I love you. You know, I know I said it early in the podcast. You know, I was just a little too much of my feelings. You know, I just wanted you to like me so much that I was just willing to give myself away. But, uh, you know, I do appreciate, you know, anyone that's still listening to this podcast. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, on Instagram and Facebook, uh, go up with the Uwap. 
G O O W A P W I T D A O O W A P. You know, uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's uh, at Sir Guwop. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitch, go up with the Uop as well. Um, yeah, I appreciate it, yo. If you guys want to talk about anything, you know, DM me, you know. If you're any, if you're of any uh, background that I uh, request to respond to me and interact with me because I have questions, I have genuine questions, I want to organize things, you know, then definitely DM me, you know, go find me. Or if you know someone who fits the description, you know, send them my way. But other than that, I appreciate you guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, share, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? All that, all that promotional stuff. You know what I mean? But all that matters is that you're here with me. You guys have a great week. Be easy.